You're listening to This Month in View, Holiday Edition. This is Greg Pollock, and I'm here with... Adam Jar And Ben Hong. And we're going to be covering some of the latest stories in December. <laughs> that sounded like a Halloween intro. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> in November's podcast, I mentioned Thomas Holland's article on domain-driven architecture, organizing an app based on business domains rather than technical concepts. This month, he published a follow-up sharing his team's methodical approach to creating a code base that can be reused for multiple apps. Wait, so unless the apps are all identical, I imagine his team built in some ways for the code to be customized? Yes, that's right. So for more context, his team built a core code base, which you can envision as the foundation of the app, and it accepts a theme layer. Themes may add different functionality as well as implement a brand's look and feel, harnessing the power of CSS in JS. It sounds like you might call that like a white-labeled app that can be used by multiple brands? Exactly. The article describes solutions that match their specific problems, but it's kept pretty general and philosophical. So if you're working on an app that is being sold to multiple clients with varying needs, this article is a good thought experiment. But to oversimplify it, you can think of it as a cake with a base of core functionality, frosted with a theme layer, and sprinkled with what they call extension points, which are built-in ways to handle adding onto and amending that core. You lost me a cake. <laughs> cake. <laughs> Avenue's talk from ViewConf Toronto on View 3 design patterns was posted earlier this month. In the talk, he walks through different considerations you might have building a web framework like View. For example, he speaks on how the ecosystem using Vue is quite diverse, from beginners to professionals to software architects, each using Vue in different use cases. And when improving the framework, he does his best to keep the framework progressive. Yeah, that's what it says on the Vue homepage. It is the progressive JavaScript framework. AKA, you can use it for a small project or a large one. So how is Vue 3 making it even more progressive? Well, one way is how the different internal APIs are less dependent on each other. The reactivity system, renderer, and compiler API are all more encapsulated, making it possible to create powerful extensions to the library. Ooh, that sounds pretty advanced. Yeah, most of these improvements are in the underlying engine. The way you code Vue isn't going to change much, unless you're a more advanced user. Now you have more options like the composition API and TypeScript support. And did he talk about performance? Yeah, that's definitely a big improvement. And that's coming from optimizations on how the virtual DOM is rendered and how a lot of the features are now tree shakeable. Meaning if you don't use a feature, the code for it isn't going to be included in your final JavaScript bundle. Yeah, currently with Vue 2, all the features of Vue are included in your bundle, whether you use them or not. Yeah, check out the video if you want to watch the full talk. So Greg and Adam, what's your favorite thing about conferences? I just like learning around other people who are learning what I'm learning. Because I remember I'm at home learning this stuff and I'm like, am I doing this wrong? So it's good validation when I see people teaching stuff that I might have figured out already. For sure. I also like meeting the people who I see on Twitter and in videos and on the core team. So it's nice to have those kinds of conversations and make those connections in real life. Yeah, it's always funny. Their Twitter profile picture is almost never what they look like in real life, but they're almost always just as friendly. Less handsome, just as friendly. Huh? <laughs> I don't know the way you said that. Twelve well, years older. <laughs> just as nice. They never look just like their nice. Instagram. <laughs> Um, what do you call it when you show up for a date and you got like... They have a not, nice personality. Catfished. catfished. Oh, yeah. Those, okay. those <laughs> beef speakers catfish me all the time. Uh, <laughs>
The other thing for me, while I know this is not universal for all conferences, is that view conferences especially make the speakers accessible to the audience members so they can come up and talk to them and ask some questions, which I think is really great. And so for those who've heard a lot about these conferences but never been to one, Debbie O'Brien wrote a fantastic article recapping all the excitement and fun that happened at the recent ViewConf Toronto that Adam and I were at. And if you want to attend next year's ViewConf US but don't work for a company that can support you in getting there, stay tuned for a big announcement at the end of the episode. Let's face it, people do not want to wait for your app to load, so anything you can do to speed up your load times will improve your user experience. Images are one of the more costly pieces of an app to load, especially if you're displaying a gallery of them. So, instead of loading every image at once, we can instead lazy load images as they are scrolled into view. Yeah, if your user isn't going to see or use a part of your app right away, don't make them wait for it to load. Exactly, and in Austin G's tutorial, he walks through doing this, initially loading a placeholder, which is then replaced by the actual image when it's scrolled into the viewport. This sounds oddly similar to the intersection observer that I taught recently in my Vitified Directives lesson. Yeah, exactly. So this method is basically taking advantage of the intersection observer API so we can detect when we need to load the images. One of the most popular topics when talking about any framework is state management. And while there are quite a few options out there for the Vue ecosystem, most of us are familiar with Vuex. And with all the buzz about Vue 3, Vue core team member Eduardo San Martin Morote released an experimental lightweight store that could be a future alternative to Vuex. And what's different about it? Well, first and foremost, it is built with the composition API in mind and is automatically typed, which is a problem I know many Vuex users who use TypeScript have and it's modular and incredibly lightweight. And rather than having actions and mutations, which has served as a point of debate and confusion for quite some time, there are patches instead, which serve as the mutation and you don't need to worry about actions at all. The library is called Pania, and you can learn more about it by checking out the repo in the show notes. It's that time of year, gathering together with family, eating a lot of cake, and receiving discounts on things you've wanted all year. Like an annual subscription to View Mastery. <laughs> yeah, and you can now get 35% off an annual subscription. Our courses are the best way to start mastering View or deepening your knowledge and sharpening your skills. We already have a complete View 3 Essentials course with more View 3 content coming soon, including exclusive content with Evan Yu. So if you want to save 35% this holiday season, head over to viewmastery.com and get an annual subscription before the promotion. Motion expires. One of the best workflow enhancements to front-end developers has been the widespread use of components. For sure, they let you create modular code snippets that can be reused throughout your code base. However, have either of you ever needed a component to teleport to another part of the page? Teleport. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> you mean like when you want to render a component in a different place in the DOM tree, even if it's not within the scope of your app? Exactly. This new feature called Portals is coming in Vue 3 and is extremely handy when working with things like modals, notification, pop-ups, or any other element that are sensitive to where they are placed in the DOM. For more information, check out the full article by Philippe Rakowski. Avenue recently expanded the Vue Loader documentation to make it more clear what this library does and how exactly it does it. Is this something that every Vue developer needs to know? Thankfully not. It's pretty <laughs> advanced. Isn't Vue Loader what enables us to write .view single file components? Exactly, and it does some advanced things with our .view files and its interaction with Webpack. Basically, it splits each part of our single file component into blocks or virtual modules, which each have its own loader chain. And finally, it assembles the blocks into a final module. So where does Webpack come in? Well, let's say you configured Webpack to use Babel Loader for all .js files. That rule will be cloned and applied to view script tag blocks as well. 
definitely take a read of the improved documentation if you'd like to get a better idea of what's going on under the hood of Vue. And now for the big announcement. So at Vue Mastery, it's important to us that we support the Vue community, both the team developing the framework and the developers who are using it. That's why we are excited to announce that we are giving away two full scholarships to ViewConf US. The conference takes place in Austin, Texas, March 2nd through 4th, and the scholarship includes a three-day ticket, paid flight, hotel room, and a gift card for food. You can find the application over at viewmastery.com blog. Our intention is to provide this opportunity to someone who would otherwise not be able to attend the conference. So if your company can send you, don't apply, bug your boss about it. But if your boss doesn't believe in learning or growing... <laughs> or or mastering you or getting better at your job or meeting us in person <laughs> then it might be time to quit and apply for the scholarship <laughs> we look forward to reviewing your applications no I'm just kidding don't quit your job <laughs> but until you have another one until you have a scholarship <laughs> Thanks for listening to This Month in View, the December holiday edition. We hope you have a happy holiday and we'll see you next year. 